room's a mess. Are you okay? Action. Action. Are you okay? <laughs> okay. You seem like you've been struggling, my dude. Oh, yeah. It's been it's been a week. Well, that's James with the week, and this is Tevin with the not week. And this is Ticket Booth. Woohoo. Where you can talk to Tevin on Instagram. Yeah, Ticket, Ticket Booth, Booth Podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Woohoo. And today we have another movie. Which one are we doing first? I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to... Which one are we talking about, Tevin? Um, For you to pick. James, is it, you're seeing it on the spot. James is picking a movie. Oh, this is something different. Okay, what is it? So, Psych, it was actually a show. We're talking about Severance. I haven't seen Severance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on the spot, James is picking a movie. I was just drinking water, and he let there be dead air when he was supposed to pick the and movie. It's fine. You, I told you what you could pick it. We're actually being good. We're recording a couple episodes instead of doing yeah, it every so pick, week. Let's pick your first one you want to do. Mm, we are talking about Glee. Just kidding. Man, you don't <laughs> even watch Glee. James, just pick the episode. Tropic Thunder. Your... We're what? <laughs> okay, so there's this movie called Tropic Thunder. Yeah, we're talking about Tropic <laughs> Thunder. Spoilers for Tropic Thunder. Yep. Thunder, thunder. Kevin loves this movie. It's all right. I think I saw... Yeah. <clears throat> I wait. When did this movie come out? Two thousand eight. Spoilers, everyone. Two thousand eight on, on, on Ben St- on a Ben Stiller movie. That makes me feel old. He directed it. I think so. Yeah, and he did the screenplay with uh, Justin Theroux or whatever. Yeah, and Justin Theroux is not in the movie. Is too busy writing the coattails of Ben Stiller because Ben Stiller is God. Wait, what the hell has Justin Theroux done? He was in uh, the Leftovers. The whatovers? The leftovers? I don't know what that is. You've never seen the leftovers? No. So Tropic I think it's him. Tropic Thunder. Great ass movie. Yeah. Very tongue in cheek. Makes fun of blackface. Makes makes fun of the act of doing blackface. Mm-hmm. By Robert Downey Jr. Which is interesting that no one ever talks about it. It is kind of interesting, yeah. It is interesting. I don't know if it's true. The story is like that it was actually Jamie Foxx that Jamie convinced Fo- him to well, do the movie. I think that's according to Jamie Foxx. According to, to Jamie Foxx. Do the movie. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's a very self-aware movie. Jack Black's in it. I'm also pretty sure. I actually never looked this up, but like I'm also pretty sure the. Um, oh, what's his name? Les Grossman. Is based on Harvey Weinstein a little bit. Which one's Les Grossman? Tom Cruise, the producer. The is he based on home. Harvey Weinstein? I want to say that he is a little bit. I haven't heard of that before. You haven't heard of that? Nope. Let me see. Let Harvey Weinstein. Just Tom Cruise's Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder will rise in a new, in a, in a, in a new movie. Well, that's not what I was so looking was, for. I just see there's a lot of like rumors of it was like of a producer that he didn't like, basically. Oh, Stuart Cornfield is what came up for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, well, because I see there's different articles. Like, it's easy to dismiss Grossman But he as looks a like Stuart Cornfield. Oh, it probably could be. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, a lot of those producers kind of look the same, you know? Mm-hmm. There's kind of old ass white dudes who are just terrible people. 
You telling me that you want me to let my best friend of many years die for a G5 and some money? Of course. Yes. A G5 airplane and lots and lots of, of money. money. Uh, but though, movie I was good. It. I don't know. I This movie, I just like my this favorite, movie. My favorite scene of the movie yeah. is uh, when he's out there and the director dude says, I am God, God. and then blows up. No, well, he's like, he says he's Jesus Christ. The chopper is God. And the walkie-talkie only goes to that. And so he's like, I am his son, Jesus Christ, who walk, like walks among you or some shit yeah. like that. And then he's like, oh. Nice little landmine. Yeah. So movie is in the very basic dramatic movie stars that go to Vietnam because Ben Stiller doesn't know how to cry. <laughs> the end. He can't cry. Can't cry. Can't no, cry. Can't. Command. Can't cry when okay. uh, Robert so, Downey Jr.'s being a snobbling imbecile. Is he? Yeah, he's a snotty, snotty crying mess. Snotty crying mess. Yeah, but he's a dude disguised as a dude playing. Wait, he's a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Or is he a dude playing? He's not disguised as. He's not playing a dude that's disguised as another dude. That's the line from the. When they're trying to get, um, oh, what's Ben Ben Stiller's character? I can't remember his name. Ben Stiller. It's Ben Stiller. When they're trying to save him, and he kind of has like the Stockholm syndrome. Oh, he's oh, like, this oh. is my son. He's oh, like, I thought you were saying Robert Downey. Him, I thought you were saying Robert Downey Jr. was. Oh no, I'm talking about in the the, in the yes. movie because yeah. he's like, I know who I am. Do you? I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah. And then he's just, you know, he has the breakdown because he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And he goes through. I, I think it's kind of funny because when he like kind of breaks down, he's like, I am not this, you know, land a corp. What's I can't remember. Man, I cannot remember any of the characters names in this movie. But then he goes through his like big roles. I'm not father. What's his name? I'm not this person. I'm not Lance Armstrong or Neil Armstrong. I think it was Neil Armstrong. Wait, Neil, the space guy? Yeah. Do you not catch that? No. Nope. Uh, so he goes through basically when he has his, as he's taking off basically his, you know, his wig and yeah. like. Stri he's stripping off. down to who he's, he is. Um, He's switching through his characters that he was like won awards yeah. for. Um, and then he starts speaking like, and he goes through different accents. Um, But yeah, because he says, um. He kind of compares what happened to Ben Stiller's character as when he did Moonshot with Neil Armstrong. Like, they found him in an alleyway trying to launch into space or some shit like mm. that. Like, he kind of went crazy with it. Um, But I don't know. Like, this movie, I feel like I enjoy even more, especially because I've worked on a set. And you saw how when, dramatic actors actually are. Well, yeah, because, like, when I was... I mean... I know a lot. There's a lot of really good actors and really cool people, but like there are there. Well, there is sometimes drama and it's, well, I'm a sound person, so I always hear it. So it's kind of interesting sometimes just with that perspective, I guess. So, cause I, the, I like the start of this movie because it kind of starts as like the Vietnam thing. And it's yep. got like the whole kind of cliched thing that you've seen in war movies a billion times. And then the camera flips around and it's the crew, you know, and, and everyone and is like, it. 
the struggles of being on set with a hundred with a hundred different people trying to do one little job mm-hmm. and yeah. like the one guy like uh so danny mcbride's character he's like you know i'm gonna you know he's got these explosives you know the jets are coming in and then he needs like are we cutting or what you know and then like there's like this fight between the actors and then he's like, like oh that's the signal that's the signal and he just blows it up and it was very expensive yep and um, then he, and then he gets punched by the producer who does the director yeah or, yeah it's punched by the for who hears the key grip money. i thought that was fun i didn't get that the first well i saw it i think only once when i was in high school so um yeah, when they're like, oh, who's the key grip? Which is usually like the head grip. So it's like just, who's like the strongest guy on set, basically. Is Ben Stiller just friends with everyone? Because how did yeah. like he get every single role to be filled by someone super famous? Like even the mediocre side roles have huge people. Like Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader is, is in fantastic. it like three times. Well, also Bill Hader is kind of i mean if you look at it there's like a combination of like the ben stiller comedy movies Mm -hmm. people that were in those and then ones that were kind of in some of the more like seth rogan era i guess you call it comedy because you got danny mcbride and bill Hader. oh those guys are often together comedy yeah yeah so there's like those kind of two i'd say kind of eras of comedy kind of come together with this one i see um so I, I don't know. It's a, uh, oh, here's the thing. You know what m- movie I want so bad? So bad. I want this to actually happen. So the movie starts with fake trailers. The movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Tobey Maguire. Oh, you mean the Brokeback Mountain, but priests? Yep. I think that's Satan's already kind of happened. But it hasn't because it's not Tobey Maguire and it's not Robert Downey that- Jr. <laughs> I just, I love that commercial, like that trailer. It's so funny. It's so good. It's so dramatic. And just like the music, everything is perfect. I so I will say like the, the trailer sequence. Yeah. When you rewatch it. Yeah. Does feel like it goes on for freaking ever. I love it though. I'm here for it. The last time I this last time I watched it, I thought it was boring, and I wish that it wasn't. As really? Long. Yeah. I love fake trailers. Fake trailers it starts with are the fantastic. Al Pacino's booty sweat, and then it goes to, I think, the Scorcher, because they're on like Scorcher Seven. Yep. The man that made a difference again, who left the fridge, whatever it says. And then there's the Robert Downey Jr. one, and then there's the Jack Black one, which is like the fatties, which is kind of like a. Kind of that Eddie Murphy kind of thing, playing every character kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, yeah. And then they also have Matthew McConaughey in this movie. Yep. He's playing the, the agent. The agent, the agent that I likes the Wii TiVo Sports. And the TiVo. Yes. They, is that at the TiVo yet? No. Nah. No, no. I got the TiVo. Does he make it out of Vietnam? I don't remember. It I'm sure he does because he just kind of runs off as they fly away. He's like, woo. And he just, there's like a aerial shot of him just running into the jungle after he saved the day with the TiVo. TiVo. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause he's running through all of Vietnam with the TiVo. Mm-hmm. Which, 
Wait, go He's ahead. He's a nice little quirk. Mm-hmm. Did you not like that? <laughs> no, I thought it was fine. So, um, one thing I got to say about this movie also, it has such a good, like, soundtrack movies that, like, that they start it with. Because they've got, you know, um, The Temptations in it. It's got, you know, Crystal Method for different songs. It's just a jam. We love some Crystal Meth. I actually don't really remember the music. You don't remember it. the music? No. Not, what? Yeah. Like, I mean, when I think Tropic Thunder, when I think Tropic Thunder, all I think is like the most quotable movie of all time. Yeah. But I also, I don't know. It's Tropic Thunder. What the hell is there to say about it? It's funny. It's gory. It's, I mean, it's definitely offensive. Like, that's kind of the thing is it's like kind of offensive humor. Mm -hmm. And so. Well, and I remember people using like it as an example of no one being able to deal with anything now that PC culture's this or that. And then I saw an interview with Ben Stiller that was like, everyone seems to forget that Tropic Thunder had strikes and people. Uh, oh yeah. The people were upset about people it. People were upset about it. People were boycotting it and stuff. And I was like, Oh, and I like, I Googled it. And sure enough, like there were strikes and a lot of theaters weren't willing to hold it or anything. And yeah. so it's interesting that people, I guess, I guess what it is, it's interesting that people are willing to, like forget about how bad something brought out in people, you know, like how mm. much someone was offended yeah. over something when people like it. I mean, it brings us back to Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface. Like, I think the only reason it's not, maybe it's not talked about more is because everyone likes Robert Downey Jr. Is like no one, no one hates him. They just maybe don't like Marvel movies. Yeah. He is, you know, he did have his, you know, comeback. So he's kind of one of the biggest people. But also, I do think the fact that it, it kind of makes fun of the idea that this was a thing. Yeah. Like the ridiculousness of it. Like, why the hell? Because even like uh, Al Pacino says, it's like they had one role, you know, for a, like an awesome black man and they gave it to your fucking ass, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Crocodile Dundee over here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's super that's bullshit you know that's that's fucked up so and the thing is that's still kind of a thing today with certain roles and well ideas. yeah it's, it's like making of fun that. of uh of people that are white playing other races in movies oh yeah just it still happens yep. it's, it's weird like uh what's the most recent one i can think of is well, like was... the last samurai there's oh last samurai uh, ghost in the shell i know was one there's the lone Scarlett ranger Johansson. Oh, Lone Ranger, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because Johnny Depp, Depp plays, plays a Native a, American. Yeah, plays a little Native American guy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like it's a still a thing that's yep. going on, like, and it's kind of ridiculous. You also see it in like anime adaptations, like. Uh, well, yeah, Ghost in the Shell was one of those. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was because they had Scarlett Johansson playing it. Oh, and gosh, I what is it? Death Note was a great example. Oh, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It is. It's weird. But, um, yeah. Also, we haven't even mentioned Jack Black. Why are we not talking about Jack Black? 
Jack Black is an international treasure. Jack Black's career is interesting. Well, how so? Because if you think about it, he didn't... I actually like delved into this once. Yeah. He School of Rock really brought him on the radar. Well, because he had his a, band, Tenacious D. Yeah. And that was kind of like was his a, movie. It, but he did like a lot of small roles and stuff. Yeah. But then School of Rock really brought him to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But he filmed a lot of movies beforehand. And that they just... The movie company like didn't want to release. Stuff, they were just yeah. like... Whatever, like we filmed it, we don't want to release it. And then he got mm-hmm. huge from School of Rock after, you know, he was already big from Tenacious D. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, he's got an Star acting power. career. And then they released a bunch of shitty movies after that. Uh-huh. And like when you really think about it, Jack Black's been in a lot, but he's hasn't been in a lot of awesome or good movies. That's true. Like you've got School of Rock, Tropic Thunder. He's doing really well with... Uh, he was Kung in the Jumanji's Kung Jumanji. Fu Panda. But those are like recent. Yeah. Whereas like, cause me as a kid, I thought Jack Black was like peak stardom because of School of Rock. And then yeah. as I got older, I was like, oh, it was like School of Rock and Nacho Libre when we were children. Oh, yeah. And now it's come back around and he's got a more like, I guess, significant list of movies if that makes sense i guess so yeah i mean just his voice <clears throat> acting alone i think he's really taken off well he's that. got he's got that kong fu kong fu panda franchise money because mm-hmm. if we look at his movies like the holiday shallow how mm-hmm. envy oh he's in weird be he kind was. rewind oh that's a good movie though i love that movie or oh, I forget he's in Orange County, but again, he's like a lot of these movies are just small roles. Yeah, but it's like boom, School of Rock came out, he's, and everyone's like, hell yeah. He's also briefly in a Community. I don't know if you ever saw Community. I've seen every episode. He's briefly in there. Same with Owen Wilson. Briefly, but, he's the annoying guy that joins the group. But yeah, so Brett, the Jack Black, his his career is interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like it goes in, I think when it, when it was really starting to take you off, he couldn't, it was either raunchy comedies or romantic comedies, mm. and now it's like family comedies. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kung Fu Panda's been out for maybe even longer. Isn't... Than, than what? So, Kung Fu Panda, like Tropic Thunder. Kung Fu Panda came out in 2008. Oh, so around so the same time. So, it came out around the same time, yeah. So he was doing kind of like the family and yeah, the raunchy. Well, and now, it's kind but of now interesting. He's, got that, he's got that franchise money. But like, I feel like you that that happens with a lot of actors. Like, you know, they may, you know, a lot of comedic actors have done like family stuff. Like Adam Sandler, for example, has done some like, he's in a, is it Hotel Transylvania? Yes. There's that animated thing. Same thing where they use like a recognizable voice to... Mm-hmm. Be a main character. Well, I mean, you can even look at uh, another movie we talked. You know, Emperor's New Groove. You know, David Spade, again, known for kind of raunchy comedies. Yeah. It's almost they like kind, if they you, kind of do that. That's kind like, of like the pattern almost. It's like if you want to break into family fun movies, do do voiceover work, <laughs> and then you'll be in the family fun franchise stuff. There you go. For, gosh, being an actor and being in a franchise would be like a dream come true. How so? Because you're in a franchise. You're in something that's going to con- not only make money for your films, but they're going to make money by paying you for your likenesses and everything. Because mm. it's like a great example is uh, Tom but, Hanks with Toy Story mm. with uh, with Woody. Yeah. So Tom Hanks, he still gets a royalty every time like 
Woody is used, but he's not even voice recording for Woody's toys or video games or anything. It's his brother, mm-hmm. but he still gets a chunk of that because he's the, the Woody, you yeah. know? I mean, I can definitely see from like a, like a monetary aspect. It's, it's awesome. But I have heard from some people like they particularly like franchise, they get defined as a role and they try to get out of it. Like you think Daniel Radcliffe's, you know, career example, you know, he was Harry Potter. Yeah, but and he, then he by no, I feel like he kind of went into some weird movies to try to break that. Well, he jumped, he jumped into the indie scene. It I went, know, and I love it. It went, I made millions of dollars. Now let's do this for fun. True. He I can feel do like whatever a the fuck he better wants. example would be uh, Robert Pattinson, mm. who was in some movies and then was in Twilight. Yeah. Hated it. And is now like proven like, look, I can do all these other things. Like that he's like, well, the, the other thing is I feel like. Other than diehard Twilight fans, most people didn't like Twilight. Whereas I feel like the Harry Potter one was like everyone like, like generally you, it was like oh you these can't, are good you, you know, can't or say like objectively you can say that they have some issues yeah but you can't say that the original Harry Potter set of movies are bad because they're not like they have they have some cheesy quirks to them or oh, whatever absolutely. but it's like you can't say they're bad they I mean they put. They set in motion tons of like book to movie mm-hmm. adaptations. Well, that's also and... probably one of the biggest like movie, sorry, book to movie franchises out there. Like just the sheer number of movies. Exactly. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, you get and a that, trilogy. Well, or and a lot of movies so. that have that many books just kind of like fizzle out. Yeah. Like, did Hunger Games ever actually finish? It did. Did it finish like all the books or did it yeah. like. They, do, so like, it, was tri- it was a stop. trilogy and then they split the last book into two movies. That's right. But I like thought they the did books with... went like four or five more. They may have added an additional one. Or another one is to... like Divergent mm. where there was like that four one never, books that and one they did, did two movies or Maze Runner mm, where yep. there was a set of books and they did like a movie. Or did yeah, they do? Th- maybe they, they did may two. They may have did two. But you know Some what I mean? Some of those so, died. So like, a, lot of, a lot of like the movie franchises knock off but like i mean jack black with kung fu panda like dudes i i dudes like set for life he is and it's sick i mean he's also got goosebumps oh yeah he's got goosebumps kung fu panda and i think those are the only well i mean at the moment jumanji's kind of becoming a franchise i mean they have two movies that's true and it would there's no way they're not making a third one. Yeah. Like they did two, they're going to make a third. I mean, and again, it's trilogy. like, it's like Jack. I mean, I think Jack Black's the best part of those movies, yeah. but like, you know, they're going to like, it's, they're not, I mean, it's the rock, Kevin Hart and Jack Black. It's just kind of like a, they're, they're a nice, we're just having this thing. You yeah, know? exactly. And so it's cool. And it's, and it was awesome seeing him in Tropic Thunder because he just was loud and obnoxious. Which He's fantastic. I think he has really solidified for something he does and is good at. Either in Teenage D and School of Rock and all of them. Yeah. And Nacho Libre. Well, Nacho Libre. Yeah, Nacho Libre. And he's just a great comedian. He is. With a weird movie, like filmography. When mm-hmm. you look at it, it's he's like. He's been in all types. There's, of there's a. There is like a movie almost in the early 2000s. There's like a movie almost every year, Jack Black in it. And you've only remember two or three of them. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. 
But um, what would you rate Tropic Thunder? This is a good question. But I was going to say, I think my favorite part in this movie with Jack Black is when they break into the camp and then he gets the the young chief guy and he's like, don't, don't move. I'm going to shoot him. Don't tell me where the drugs are and runs off. Don't oh, judge me. It's his <laughs> drug addiction. Oh, yeah. Um, what would I rate this movie? Um, I would say it's an eight. I don't know. It feels like a really good. This also kind of somewhat has a little bit of like nostalgia value because I was really into like war movies in high school. And so this was like a war movie that turned comedy kind of a thing. So I kind of enjoyed it. Because I'd watched like you know a lot of like the Vietnam World War II movies and yada 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 at the yeah. time, so it was just a uh, it was kind of fun because like because I knew all those movies like this movie does a really good job of like parodying a lot of things from those movies, so it's just kind of like kind of in some ways making it look how you know show how ridiculous some of these things are where it's just like. Again, with sometimes like the war movies, they'll like kind of try to dress it up to make it even more dramatic or exactly. something. And it's just kind of like, well, that kind of feels a little weird. Tropic Thunder is like a really good just example of how some things are just kind of crazy. But then again, more is insane. So what would you rate it? I would rate it a... a. Nine. Ooh. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd rate it a nine. Here's a question. I don't think we've ever rated a comedy a ten. Nope. I don't know if there's such thing as a comedy ten. Well, I mean, there probably is, but I don't. I don't know. Didn't we rate Austin Powers a ten? You may have. I don't think I did. I think the only thing I maybe rated it as a ten was like Emperor's New Groove would be kind of considered, but that's more of like for the animation yeah. and stuff. I don't know. This was definitely one of my favorite. Well, comedies, I, so. I I just, I mean, if it's SpongeBob, it's a ten, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, what would you call? I I feel like comedy is pretty subjective. Yeah. And so, actually, you know what? I'm thinking of like comedies that, from my memory, that I would rate probably a ten. Yeah. Like uh, Good Boys, I, I thought was it. hilarious. Uh. Sausage Party, I think, is balls you, to the wall hilarious. Really? Yep. Oh wow. And I'll stand by that. I like the <laughs> interview. Um, that was the uh, North Korea one. Yeah, I love Joe Dirt. Mm, Joe Dirt. I love hey. the Wedding Singer. That's a good one. So the, yeah, so there's like some, but I mean, well, like when I sit and think about them, I'm like, most of them kind of tied to nostalgic memories of watching mm. them. That's where like it's me like, with Happy Gilmore. Yeah, where it's like it was more fun with who I watched it with. So yeah. the experience was a 10. Because, I mean, like randomly I'll forget movies and I'll look them up, right? Yeah. Like one I just looked up because we were talking about raunchy comedians and like them getting into family movies and stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking of the dude that plays the main character in How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, he's and, in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like all Kevin. tied around. Yeah. We can't remember his name or something. But I forgot there was a movie I remember he was in when I was younger called uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, okay. And I remember thinking that movie was awesome. Yeah. Well, I just looked it up out of curiosity and it like is rated super poorly. So like, granted, it probably wasn't that good, but my memories of who I watched it with and all mm. that around in my mind is what latched it to so. 
And with, I feel like a lot of the comedies that we're watching for the first time and rating, it's like, well, I'm watching them alone as an adult, either at work, in the house. If there's not like a whole lot happening to make it be like, that's yeah. a 10 out of 10 memory right there. And it's with true. Tropic Thunder, like, I think it's a nine because I think it's hilarious. I love watching it. I love watching people watch it for the first time. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's what fun. I, I, but do I don't have any memories to make it a 10. Watching this, I think I just, I think I saw it twice in high school because I remember watching it by myself because that's usually what I did because I'd go and buy a movie and then I'd watch it on my laptop. And this one again, it was a war movie, it's a war movie comedy, so I wanted to see it. So, and then I remember watching it in like my car with a couple of friends on my laptop. It's just a good time. See, yeah, you know, and that's how I feel like a lot of these early thousand, mid two thousand comedies are for us is because that's when we were growing up yeah like they're the they're the movies who made us the movies who made but us. tropic thunder but i do have to say i think the well oh those coffee bean things are gonna kill me apparently one was stuck in my teeth so the i think the happy ending of the movie is that it's very subtle well it's not subtle it's just kind of the at the end because you know tug speedman ah i remember his name wow it only took you know half hour to, for me to remember that but ben stiller's character tug Speedman, he gets his oscar for the most realistic fake war story or something yeah. ever made um but it's panning through the crowd and there's al pacino with lance from nsync was it yes yes and i was just like oh, because the whole movie they're like <sighs> Hinting at him being gay and him well, yeah, because it's like who's your fate? Like who's the you know the the one girl or whatever that's like when he says Lance. He's like the fuck did I just hear Lance? <laughs> no, I said Lance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> were you thinking about dangling Got your dice? On such a were... <laughs> topical joke at the in there. It's well, true, but I'm just so happy that they had their happy ending. Like they were together. Like he found. Like he was okay with it. Exactly. Like, he, like that was the closure. That yep. It was like oh. Exactly. Exactly. Well, eights and nines, Tropic Thunder. It's comedy. We never really fully know what to talk about with comedies, but they're hard to talk about. But I think I think that is it on Tropic Thunder. I would recommend it. It's a good time. Yeah, everyone go fucking watch it. (sighs) The end. Cut.